0: Ja, it's your boy roy
1: A-B-C- yo it's your boy A-B-C- killer Dan.
0: and we are closing. here with another episode Always of scared money don't closing. make money
1: all right so we are on episode one of no. scared money don't make money because we all know it don't uh it don't. we would just like to start this off by saying that this our views and opinions and things of that nature do not represent the Department of Defense, uh, nor the Air Force or any other branch. Um, strictly, just two cats that uh, are currently recruiters, and we enjoy our job a little bit too much. So we figured we would extend that passion to y'all. Um, I'm here with my boy Clifford Roy, the one You're and You use my government name. The one and only. I'm the one and only. Receive, you know, our government names. Uh, so uh, I. Came into recruiting back in 2014. Uh Roy came in what 2013, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2013. So I'm gonna let uh Roy talk about his process a little bit just because uh his was a little bit different than mine and then we'll we'll come to the crossing of when we both met. So uh so so what what you got Roy?
0: Yeah so you know uh, I came in back in twenty thirteen. That was during the time where you had to actually volunteer. Yeah. Uh, so Crazy. the first time, the very <laughs> first time I volunteered, I got denied, you know, because uh, I was on a waiver. And then I had to wait six months, reapply, and then um, I got picked up. And I started my time down in Biloxi. Uh, and it, it was it was fair game. I came into recruiting during a time where just trying to find people that really want to understand and know more about joining the military in general uh, because – I felt like during my time, it was a lot of people that I worked around, they didn't know why they were in the military. So it yeah. actually made it kind of hard to try to assist them when they didn't have like some type of intrinsic motivation to get going.
1: Yeah. What was your, when you were, what were your electrician before?
0: Yes. I was an electrician before uh, coming into recruiting, which honestly, in my opinion, probably helped me out the most. Um, <laughs> Because I always had to think on the fly, think on my feet. Uh, certain situations arise, arose, arise, risen. Yeah, one of them words. A strong suit. Be talking, English but. is not. <laughs> 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 so, one of them words, it, it just kind of broke it down for me to where you just have to think outside the box to accomplish the job. Uh, of course, the right way, but you, not every single way will be the the way in every single situation Yeah. so that's what I learned
1: got gotcha. you and then you're from Missouri originally
0: I'm originally from St. Louis Missouri um, from the show me state so being a recruiter being in sales like uh, the only thing you really can do is show you can show people that better than you can tell them yeah I'm not I'm not gonna tell you what I'm gonna do it's just easier to show you what I'm gonna do this is true
1: that's why he doesn't talk about himself that's why I gotta keep asking the questions
0: <laughs> that, that you know what?
1: Because man, it, 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 like, what's man, your name? I, Clifford. What? What's your last name? Roy. Nah, I'm <laughs> right. But I'm
0: just saying though, you you uh, a lot of people think recruiting is a, a secret. Like, yeah. uh, it, it's not a secret, and especially in today's world, the the fruit is in the pudding. Like you're you're literally getting paid to talk about the things you get.
1: Is the fruit in the pudding, or is the proof the, the proof in the pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man.
0: The, I like, on what I kind like of fruit. strawberries. <laughs>
1: what kind of fruit is it? <laughs>
0: like strawberry. The, stri- the strawberry in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the strawberries in the pudding, and it, it, it's just like you, you as a recruiter, man. You, 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 you gain a lot of things being in the military, and I think that's where a lot of recruiters. Um, don't really understand. Like, in my opinion, how can you go so many years getting so much, and it's hard to articulate that to people.
1: Yeah. And where were you at? And you you were at Station at Beale, right? When you applied for recruiting.
0: Yeah. So I started off my time in Alaska. I was in Alaska from 2005 to 2008. Then I went from uh, Alaska to Cali, and I was in Cali from 2000. Eight until 2012, and then he left. And, uh, I, I mean, it it, it it was time to go. Could have like, came um, back, but he was nah. he was bowishing. Nope, nah, I ain't want to do it. I ain't want to do it. So, I mean, it, it's not bad though. Recruiting is a uh, if it it's more my
1: repertoire. That's your word. My repertoire. Your
0: repertoire. My <laughs> repertoire. More more my character. Um, it, it's just. It's, it's fine. Like it, it's, and I think a lot of times when it comes to challenges, a lot of people have different challenges in different ways. And yeah. a lot of people think like, oh man, if you're in a walk-in market, you got it. You got it good. Not necessarily. That's a challenge for some people. Yeah. Um, when you're in an area where it's desolate and you just don't have a lot of people coming in, that can be a challenge. But depending on the type of person and the type of area that they're in, it may not be a challenge. So, yeah.
1: no, for sure. And um, what would you say your biggest motivation was for becoming a recruiter? Because you like I say you applied like you, you yeah. twice, twicey, twicey. Twice. They was like nah, twice. they was like nah, fam. And he was like no, yes, fam. Oh, you need me. You
0: need me. You want me. I, I you want, want me. me. The
1: game shall be changed. Just let me in, please. Just please let me in. <sighs>
0: Man, you—I think the motivating factor is understanding people, um, understanding that why. Like that, I think as a recruiter, um, man, you—you you gotta find out people's why because you're, you're sending those those airmen, those soldiers, those marines, and those those seamen to different parts of the country, different parts of the world, and if they don't understand their why, man, you you might be doing them a disservice uh, be, because if we don't articulate it and press upon it as early as we possibly can, then they can get lost in the wash. Every once in a while, somebody get through, make it the basic training and yeah. they like, oh, yes. I want- I want to serve my country. Uh, Oh, I got
1: one today. By the way, I was gonna tell. We'll talk about this some other episode.
0: (laughs) So yeah, but it's one of them things where when you when you're trying to find people out there, why you, I think, it's very important for us as recruiters, like, to understand people's goals, dreams, and aspirations, and how the military can help them get to it.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's that's Roy. <laughs> that's
0: me. That's me. You know what I'm saying. So now we, we got we got Killer Cam, um, who's from California. Hey. Uh, but for him, he was he was chosen. I was. Oh yeah, I was
1: chosen. I was. Well, oh you know, that's the funny thing. So I'm, I'm a, And I think I, I think I told you about how this all went down before. Is so, uh, so yeah. So I'm Cam, Killer Cam, Cameron. Many, many names. Growing, up. Uh, my mom calls me Beast to this day. Yeah, uh, you know I mean, I'm Beast. A beast. So, so, so I'm an only child to a single mother, and the reason why my mom calls me Beast is because, and you, and you understand this. Me and we both got kids. Is whenever your kids are with other people, they angels. They are like, oh man, your you, your kids are so nice. They're so respectful. Da da da. People love your kids. He he making that face, but his kids are are really good. But as soon as they're with him, they're crazy. It's the same thing with my kids. So anyways, I was the same way as a kid. And so my mom's homegirl, she was babysitting me. And she was like, uh, you know, he's just so nice when he's not with you. But as soon as you walk in the door, he just turned into a little beast. And, then, and so there it was. The, so anybody who knew me growing up, they knew me as beast. Every single birthday card was beast. And so um, that's a little homage to my mom. And so, uh, so anyways, yeah. So I grew up in Cali. Um, my uncle was in the Air Force, and I was a smart cat. But I do, I don't like school, mm. unless it's military school, as you know. Like I'm, I'm always down for some for some PME. Um, not really because I want to learn PME, but just because I want to talk. So I'll be, re- and you know, and half the Air Force PME is like, oh, we interact with each other. I'm like, oh, I can interact with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so.
0: But you want me to take a test? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got to take a test now? No, no. Are we, we going to talk about the talk. test
1: before we take the test? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I, I had been in the Air Force probably about eight years or so, and I was on my third assignment, and I remember, um, I had just got back from a deployment and the Air Force started talking about the DSD, the Developmental Special Duty Program. And I remember I called my functional because at that point I was like kind of on good terms with him. And so um, I hit him up and I said, I, I, I need to do something different. It's not that I don't enjoy what I do. I like, I don't, not that I dislike the people I work with, any of that. Um, I, I kind of feel like I have some talents that can be picked up somewhere else. And so he was like, you know, he told me this, the DSD's coming up, so I suggest if you, they ask, you know, put your name in the hat. And that's kind of exactly what happened. They gathered all the NCOs in a room. I was a, I was a staff at the time, and they was like, all right, look, we got to put some people's names in the hats. <laughs> so mm. who, who wants to put their name in the hat? And I was like, bet. I'll put my name in the hat. Like, I'll go to you put me down for recruiting and then MTO, and then you put me down for MTO. <laughs> So, <laughs> and um, come to find out, I was the only person that got selected from my entire squadron by the wing uh, whenever the time came, like when they did that first round of DSDs. And so, mm. um, so I was going to ask you this too when I'm done, but uh, so I ended up going to uh, Slidell, Louisiana, about, it's about 25 minutes outside of New Orleans. Um, it was number 28 on the list of thirty-two places that I listed, out of a hundred places that it, they gave me a list of. So how did that go? So so I so I will say when I came into recruiting, I had always heard these rumors like, like you can you you can tell them where you want to go, and like if you don't get where you wanted to go, you could just like turn it down. So like you could dispel that for me now. Is like how uh, did yeah. yeah how did that work?
0: Um. So when. I got my list, so I got my list. I did the interview. Me and my wife did the interview. We went through it all, and after that, we um, we got the list. Yeah, and that Your was joint spouse though, too, so that and, and that was joint. That was joint spouse at the time, and because of that, when I got it, I had to look at the the places I can go. So I put everything on the East Coast. I think I had everything like close to bowling. Um, Andrews and all them places, yeah. and I submitted it. I think I got an email back like a couple of days later. Like, cool. Um, you can't go to none of those places. Um, you can go to Nebraska, yeah. or you can go to Biloxi, Mississippi, and yeah. your wife go to Kisa, yep. and or oh, and that's Nebraska.
1: where oh Nebraska boy
0: Nebraska <laughs> Omaha Nebraska. But here, but here's Shout the out caveat to often. that. You know, but here, but here's the or the or was or. You can deny both of these locations and get another list and choose some net list. And if you still don't see something that you want, you can reapply again.
1: Oh, that would have been three Cs.
0: (laughs) Roll the dice, cause I might um, on the next go around and then I got to reapply and go through the whole process again. Like, nah, I'm good, so talk to the wife, so. I had been to Biloxi. <laughs> Left for basic military training. So that's the only recollection I have of Biloxi. So I was like, you know what? I went sure. down there. They had like a little carnival down there. And um, it's, I mean, Mississippi, close to home, 30 miss. Okay, so we put it down, we got it. And uh, I was happy. Yeah. Super, super happy. I mean, the east. Like, I could have, I could have went to the east coast, um, but you know what I'm saying? It, it was just, I couldn't at the time because of joint spouse. So we just got blessed. Oh, so true. it worked out, in my opinion.
1: Oh, yeah, Ke- I will say Keesler, <clears throat> Keesler was like a hidden gem that I. Never, I tell people that they be like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was in Mississippi, and they say, oh, how was that? Actually, it was, it was kind of amazing. Like you would never understand that. Biloxi, Mississippi, and like Ocean Springs too, like that whole little just that little strip and then like Bogalusa, yeah. Or not Bogalusa, Um what was the spot we used to go to? The city where they we used to always get our crawfish from?
0: Oh, and Pascagoula. Pascagoula.
1: Like like all those little yeah. spots right there. I remember that was like that was a thing for us. Um, well anyway, so yeah. so tell me, so let's let's talk about so now we we've we've gone through kind of our preface and so forth. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you first arrived? To
0: to I flight, Man. like what?
1: Like what was what was the energy? Like what you know? Obviously, we know how old big dog was, but like what, what, no. what was the, what was the energy?
0: I, 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 w- I would say so. Going into a recruiting flight, um, a office, a battalion, no matter what branch you're in, um, the energy is it's kind of it kind of starts at the top and kind of makes his way down. Yeah. Um but it, it's like any other type of assignment like you can't have everybody else's mentality or like especially like if it's like a negative mentality about it cuz yeah. I mean
1: even
0: like... when I came into recruiting before I, and it was a volunteer, everybody I talked to would say don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. See, don't that was the opposite.
1: It. Everyone that I talked like I had Cook and then I had like my my flight chief at the time, at little Rock Johnson, all of them came from recruiting and was like Yo, recruiting. They like you going you gonna love it. Like I had a I had a good time. So that's another funny thing. Like you applied, everyone told you not to do it. I like applied slash got picked up, and everyone's like, "You
0: gonna love it, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and it's one of them things, man. And it, and it's kind of crazy because like like I was saying, oh uh, like before I like went off on my little tangent. It's like it's the energy, the like
1: tangent a lot, by the way.
0: <laughs> I know we do. I like f- squirrels all day, but it, it's one of them type of deals to where people got to understand if people feel negatively toward it, you can't let their emotion dictate your emotion um, and your mindset to it. So man, like I came into a flight and they, they, they was good. Like they, they had like that good camaraderie. Um, But I can also tell like, man, some people just, they weren't feeling it like that. And then I talked to like the other branches and they were like, Oh, Man, it, it's rough, yeah. and you, you just—I, I'm the type of person who don't like to go through the the hard knock life. <laughs> I like to see and hear other struggles <laughs> and figure out a way to get through it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Because it's it's a whole lot easier to hear somebody else's struggle and try to think of ways to get out of that struggle before in. you're ever yeah you're like get to it. in it, yeah. So like, hmm, what would I do in that situation? Well,
1: yeah, because you I came because you came up to I flight on the, when they when they were on the up and up too, like y'all like somewhat like the like like the the flight chief was starting to kind of pull it
0: back up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, and when, when I came through, like I had a flight chief who like um, he let me be me. I, I would say that's the one thing that a lot of recruiters kind of shy away from and that's being themselves yeah uh, the moment you try to be someone else the moment you try to conduct business in a type of way that's just not you you look very disingenuous yeah yeah yeah. so that and that's where we kind of like always like like had laughs about it. he'd be like man what are you doing <laughs> bro i'm like what? what yo like this is, no, this no. is the way i want to do it though he's like uh mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, he he always he always looked at me funny, like uh, I don't think that's gonna work. But after I showed him, yeah, the the proof, the proof in the pudding, the fruit in the pudding, the <laughs> proof in the pudding. He he, he kind of like okay, I, I will I will let you continue down this path until you prove me that you can't operate this way. And I didn't show him more. So.
1: And I think and I was, I was thinking about that today because like you know like obviously like every every military recruiter. Even sales, you know, salespeople like you go through some type of boot camp. Like, no one just pulls you in anywhere and then this and just like, all right, go. Like, you got to learn how they operate. You got to learn the sales model, the recruiting model, all those things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was and like you were saying, like it's hard because when you go through these sales models and things like that, like you and I always say, it's like society has taught us that there are these training books and there are these these checklists and things of like. This is going to work every single time. And that's just not, that's, and then when you go through those courses, I think a lot of people get it misconstrued of like, as long as you do these exact things, life is going to be grand. When in all reality, it's like, no, this is just, this is like a little piece of just to show you how, like the baseline. And then, but Yeah. yeah, like you said, like then you, but then you have to, you have to take it and make it your own. And I think that can be so hard to do as, a salesperson or as a recruiter because one you're afraid one you're afraid the company's not going to like it right so like the flight chief, like the flight chief or your sales manager or you know what your team team leaders whatever you're like you're like ooh, like are they gonna like my style because not everybody likes everybody's style type thing and then two is even if they don't like my style are they going to give me the breathing room to prove my style like i remember like i remember when uh when my second, when the second flight chief took over, and he, there was that sign on my door. Remember that said, "I I do appointments only." Mm-hmm. And I remember he walked in. You know, kind of, kind of our first official training session. I had been a recruiter for a little over a year and a half now, or two years, and um he was like, "What's up?" So that sign. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "I don't, I don't do walk-ins." He said, "What do you mean you don't do walk-ins?" He's like, "You got it like that," and I was. And I say, well, when I first got here, I didn't, but I created a standard for this office, you know. And at the in, in time management, as much as, you know, we all hate it and the, and the little things we have to do for our leaders and our managers so that they can see what we're doing. That was like my own little twist of my personal time management was I, didn't, I couldn't afford to have everybody and their mom walking in my office doing like talking to me. Um, mm-hmm. and if I miss goal because of it, then so be it. I was never going to be thirsty. Like, and that's so hard not to be, I think in the sales world, in the recruiting mm-hmm. world is like not to be thirsty. But I remember when we sat down, I told him all that and he said, well, guess what? <clears throat> it's obviously been working. So yeah. I'm going to give you this breathing room. He's like the day it doesn't work, then the sign comes down. And I said, Bet, that. that's all I, that's all I need from you.
0: That's it. Yep. That, yeah. That, I mean, and that you you kind of hit it on the nail like um especially when it comes to the thirst um be even but even 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 when you're thirsty you do you still gotta quench that thirst, you know what I'm saying yeah um but i again that goes back to what we do as military recruiters, and i I strongly believe it's like you have to have the confidence yeah. to know what you're talking about when it comes to being a recruiter because like it's not like anything else you are literally living breathing the thing you have to offer like the service that you're offering to people and I kind of had to do like that um that twist in my head like I I always tell people like I don't I don't sell the air force I'm just a very good offerer
1: yeah 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 Hey, i'm a hey, hey,
0: hey yeah yeah hey. hey like look like you you if if you don't want this i promise you somebody else will thank you, uh, you i take it back you know you want it like <laughs> and i i think that but that that comes with the confidence i mean and it, it kind of goes back to where when you're joining the military yourself like that the reason why you're joining uh so i was broke like,
1: and mom like, told man, me to do something.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Like it is <laughs> I I was I was a junior in high school. I I knew I wanted to go to college.
1: Oh, you were Afrap, that's right. That's yep. why that's I, why you cookie cutter boy.
0: Man, <laughs> I, but like I knew like I, I knew from the jump like okay, I wanna go to college. I could probably get through college, but will I do right in college? Um so and my my recruiter, man, he that was probably he, he set the standard of being a recruiter because he was at my school the third Thursday of every month. So that's kind of how I kind of got to know him. And then I went through the process, boom, boom, boom. By everybody, they senior year was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I got to take the ACT. I got to take the SAT. I got to do these college applications. I'm just like, man, I leave June 21st. Yeah. And that's and my birthday. That, see? That's, it was meant to be. Hey, meant <laughs> to be. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, that's when I left for basic training. And... It, it, it was just like that. Or, for a lot of recruiters, understanding their own origin story. Of yeah, like how their honest origin why. story. Like the honest, they're honest. Like the the honest. Real, like the real, like truth. the real, like the nitty like the truth. gritty.
1: I tell people all the time, man. When I was like, I was a little goon boy. I wasn't doing nothing. I barely like I. I, I got told I wasn't gonna graduate high school. Like that was a thing. Like. Like okay. I, I, I was going to school though. That's the, I was so stupid. Like I thought, my wife laughs at me all the time. She's like, like, you actually went to class and you still like wasn't a past high school." And I was like, "I didn't go to class to learn. I went to, well, correction, I went to learn to about people. I learned to to talk, to socialize, mm-hmm. to, to put myself into circles. I didn't go to learn." You know, Genghis Khan was the third leader of Mongolia. Like, I didn't care about that. See, <laughs> like,
0: so yeah, I I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, I don't I even think that's right.
1: That. I'm just throwing it oh. out there. See,
0: <laughs> so who knew? Like, honestly, <laughs> be real. Like, you you went to school because you, so your mom wouldn't go to jail. Exactly. So I like, didn't
1: go to jail. And so they like I was. They like hit my mom's up, and I went to a meeting, and they was like, yo, uh, Cameron ain't gonna graduate. Like he's like sorry. Like he's a good kid. He don't cause no trouble. Like we, like as far as like you know disciplinary issues, they're like, but. Mm-hmm he's got like a 0.6 GPA like for the senior year I almost failed high school because of PE bro because they were because they were marking me down because I wasn't wearing the uniform not part- participation because I was always participating and so yeah it, yeah it's trust me when I tell people that they're like what and so Bruh,
0: that's like failing lunch yes
1: Yes, bro. That's why I tell you. That's why I'm such a good salesman, man. Perspective. I went from failing lunch to owning a house in California. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I give <get it. laughs> you that. And so, um, I give you that. That's
1: so. That's what happened, man. And I'm and I, like and, and I think I tell you all the time is like there's these little things in my life where I think I realize. Recruiting or sales probably was going to be where I was supposed to be at because I went to all my teachers and I somehow convinced all of them to give me credit for the work. If I did it, if I did it, like, hey, I'll do the work, I'll sit in my room, can you please just let me pass high school? And they was like, okay, like, and I was already signed up for the Air Force too. That's the funny thing. And, uh, that, you know, that's got to wrapping. That's how it happened, man. Like,
0: but, <laughs> hey, but you know what, though, yeah, honestly, if, if, it kind of molds and shape the type of recruiter that you are because i know a lot of times you you are always like trying to help out that one person like oh man this person may not graduate i remember one time you had somebody who was on the brink of not graduating and you were like talking and you was talking to him on a regular basis so you that situation helped bridge that that gap between you and him to speak on it from like from your perspective I was
1: with you at olive garden remember I, yes. It was after that pass test, and I, yep. I took him to lunch. Him and, his, him and his girl. they married now, by the way. Him and his girl. Oh, like, wow. They are married now. Like, they're doing good. Jonathan, shout out to you. Yes, but that fool. I remember I got the call from the principal, you know, because I was straight with the school. And she said, hey, Jonathan and his girl, they got like 40 or 50-something absences, and he's not going to graduate. And I remember that. I remember we got in the car. I let him finish his food. I mean, he, he could tell, you know, me, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so he was like, what's wrong with Harvey I was like, don't even worry about it. We're going to talk about it in the car. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but, mm, mm,
0: mm, he graduated.
1: Mm. And his girl graduated. And now he's like, now they, you know, they married and, thing, and they're living, they're living Gucci. Like, he's in the Air right. Force. Everything's straight.
0: And, and But that, that's where a lot of times we, we forget that humility side. Like, sometimes we like we get to this position and yeah. we're like, oh, man. And but not only does your origin story and like how you came to be helps you as a recruiter. Like knowing the stories of others. I would say that's the biggest thing because I mean, like I'm I'm like a light skinned head dude. Like I can't I can't <laughs> relate to I can't relate to everybody in the South. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like, but I had the the ability to bridge stories from the from the people that i work with from back in my old career field people i deployed with from the army and i think that's where that's where like the credibility also comes into play because you gotta speak on people's situations that you knew about and i I always tell people man keep in contact with the the people from your old shop from the from your last base from your last post your last unit um see how they're doing like Mm. Like reach out to them, like, hey, can you talk to this one kid for me uh, about X, Y, and Z? Because that that helps you. Because when you can tell a story, of course, everybody's story is not going to be exactly the same. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But I'm, but you can find a lot of stories that match seventy-five to eighty percent of other people's stories.
1: So, oh yeah, there's, there's like always that like little piece of like uh, that little nugget of like perception or perspective, perspective.
0: Perspective. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like you didn't have no lights, man. Shoot, my cousin didn't have no lights either. Like, let me tell you about that. Let like, let me tell it's, you that. <laughs> and, and but I I think that's where it, it's very important as recruiters to to I, honestly I learned a whole lot about myself being a recruiter. You you just learn like how you your mannerisms. I have a, a tendency to talk with my hands mm. a lot. Mm. Uh, oh, doing presentations. Yeah. yeah. I, like,
1: I'm I training got, people I, think like, I got that from you too I'd be talking on my hands
0: like I, I talk and, <laughs> but it's just and, and to some people that could be perceived as threatening um, oh to, to some it's I, I try to tell people hey I'm from <laughs> I, I try to me I tell people like hey um maybe you should do some type of cultural learning course before you go be a recruiter in an area especially like if you are um, like if you're not from sunny California and you're from the East Coast, those mentalities just don't mesh that well. Yeah, I ain't gonna so lie, you- I got a
1: homeboy like that. He's like he's a he he's from he's from New York. And I remember I was talking to another friend of mine and I was like, man, I don't feel like he's being aggressive, but I feel like he's being aggressive. And he's like, Man, it's just it's just that East Coast, like just the way you like you're from California, he's from the East Coast. It's two different lifestyles, like boop, like hidden heads. Yep. I was like, oh, I guess you're right.
0: <laughs> and, and 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 that's what it really comes down to is just again understanding yourself, understanding others, understanding the culture. So what about like, so
1: one year lessons? Let's talk about first, like your one year lessons. One year lesson. Ooh. Actually, scratch that. Let's talk about when, when we met. <laughs>
0: man so, to this day that is one of my funniest stories i got you i got you so you know as a recruiter you you start once you start doing things and you start make making money uh <laughs> making money uh like we don't we don't get paid extra money for putting more people in but when you when you start working with a lot of people now like you you start feeling good so of course for me I got this, like, I look like I'm, like, in an Italian mob. It's an Air Force jumpsuit. Uh, and I had my blues. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to this office early and I'm going
1: to change. Uh, he was coming to train me.
0: He I was would, going to train
1: was, him. This is how me and Roy met is he, he was my trainer.
0: <laughs> and, and you was like, who am I? You got an Air Force sweatsuit? Like, yo, you like you live this. <laughs> you, so now,
1: you were the Nelly of recruiting.
0: I was in there. I am still the Nelly of Recruit, you know? Um, so it's the St. Louis thing. I, I, <clears throat> when I showed up and I put on my blues or whatnot, and we just start going. And, like, I introduced myself. like It was going on. And then you just start talking. <laughs> and talking.
1: No filter. No, no thought. And talking.
0: <laughs> and talking. And I think we were finally, like, an hour in. I'm like, Look this is what I got to train you on <laughs> and I need you to like but you was excited though yeah. and I, I think that's another thing that we do that we um, we, we kind of mess it up like we 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 can be the worst enemies within our own organization like we can take yeah. their fire out of somebody just, just because we're upset because uh, again this is like an emotional type job mm-hmm. so I you you had a lot of emotion and it was dope like it, it was dope uh, but if i was having a bad day i definitely shouldn't have been the one training you that day
1: Now you're good and good because i would have turned it around Oh, yeah, you,
0: you, you, were at, be you like, yeah, Yo,
1: don't come in this office with that. You better go get you a smoothie king. That was your thing, smoothie king, smoothie king and, man. Hey, I used, that's your day going, dog. Nah, man. I just I got a smoothie king. I'm like,
0: oh man, walk over to smoothie king, man. Whatever, whatever you enjoy, that is, I mean, like, that don't hurt you. Like, uh, you can't go gambling during the day, yes. um, but like, if you if you need a smoothie king you like chick-fil-a uh, go going to the movies and that that's another thing that me and you talked about like man whatever your happy place is no. find it bask in it no. because on them days when it's like a bad day yeah. uh, you go go to the gym go for a run um don't don't pick up the bottle or nothing like that because there, everybody has a vice oh yeah oh yeah everybody has a advice some people shop some people um go to the movies some people go get massages some people go to the gym yeah. it just just try to find that positive vice and like you was already positive so that 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 was your energy right there but i mean you you coming into the uh into the flight man that that made it fun like i had somebody to match my energy uh actually you you surpassed my energy <laughs> No, nah, cause I like I like I I like to have fun, but whew, like you had energy. Yeah. I don't know. Like man, you just be all over. So I remember you were
1: showing me something and I think it was probably the third time I had squirreled on whatever you were trying to show me. Cause, cause like I and then you were like you were like, all right, stop for a second. And I was like, What what's wrong? And you were like, bro, look at your screen. He's like, you're not even on what I asked you to be on. And I was like, well, I know. I'm just trying to do this real quick. And he was like, no, you tried to do three things real quick, and you ain't finished any
0: of them. <laughs> you ain't did not nah, one thing. Like you gotta, you gotta plan it out. You know what I'm saying? And but that's that's the. That's like the, that's,
1: that's the that first year of just learning.
0: That learning, man, like that learning curve. Cause a lot of times, every recruiter that you talk to, like it just clicks. It's like, man. And everybody was like, when did it click for you? When did it click for you? Yeah, when yeah, did it yeah, click yeah. for you? Um, and for some people, certain things just click easier yeah. and quicker. Uh, the people aspect of it, I think that clicked for me within two or three weeks. How about say, so, oh, yeah, uh,
1: easily.
0: The administrative
1: part of it, though. I, don't even, I still don't think you have that down.
0: I, man, I'm I'm a work in progress, but I've gotten better. Hey, um,
1: progress, not perfection.
0: Pr- progress, uh, I, I've got, and the reason why I've gotten better because, like, man, like now that I work for like a lot of recruiters that's up under me, I have to take into consideration the things that they have to deal with, the struggles, yeah. the things that make them happy, the things that uh, make them tick. Um, yeah. Be and, and because and also allowing them to to fall if they need to fall like yeah. so in this job every once in a while somebody got to get knocked back to reality. Uh um, Oh yeah. The the depending on who you are and where you work and how you work, sometimes you need a reality check and I always erred on the side of caution uh, because like I wanted to make my my word actually stick. So if I told somebody like, "Hey, this person is going to ship I want to make sure they ship. No. If if I say, nah, we got to let them go, then trust me, I've tried everything I could <laughs> to turn it around, and, and it just didn't work that way. Yeah. So, I, I wanted to be like, if I can't do it, please, please try to prove me wrong, because <laughs> I know I tried. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't put all the efforts into
0: it. All the efforts, but... It, 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 it kind of goes back to those goals, dreams, and aspirations. Like you, when you came in, you had a goal and a dream of being successful and doing well. So that's another reason why that that squirrel happened to you oh. so much because you're like, I, I just, I, like I just I just want to be good. I, just... I got to do this. I got to do that. I still be. You know? squ- I still squirrel. <laughs> and I and I and I would scratch my head. I'm like, look, man. I'm like yo, you'll be straight. Like just. Just do the things that you, and it's so funny because you always hear like recruiting school, like recruiting school don't teach you nothing. Um, it recruiting school gives you the foundational basis. That's like going to basic training and being mad like they did not teach me this in basic military training. Yeah. Like bro, they can't teach you every scenario yep. in basic training. Yep. Or no like different, or like sales training. They be like, well, they didn't teach me
1: how to. Well, the fool.
0: Like <laughs> <Nah>, yo, <laughs> like we gave you the we gave you the the borders. Like we gave yeah. you the 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 sidelines. As long as you don't step outside the lines, like you good. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like how how did you feel like like who? How did you feel when you met me? Like man, who is this dude?
1: Man, all I, know, I remember I remember the flight chief was like, all right, we know. I got my I got my 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 ace recruiter coming. He's gonna come train you, and I was like, oh man, this dude going this is gonna be top notch. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I was. Eddie, he was late. <laughs> first of all, I was. I, I was late. <laughs> <He> was late. <laughs> and then um, look at that look at that strapping young lad.
0: <laughs> like, yo, I, I was super late. <laughs> he
1: was late. And then um, and then. I remember you had, you had, you walked in and you had the, and not only did you have the sweatsuit on, it was, it was unzipped enough where you, your, your undershirt was showing in your gold chain that oh, you man. always wear. And I remember hey. I, look, I looked at him like, who, cool, uh, this, this, this is the guy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> and, you, that. and you had, and you had, your, and I remember you had, you know, you had your blues or whatever. And, um you forgot your shoes. He said, you were like, man, I forgot my shoes. And he was like, he was like, I'm gonna go to the store and buy some new ones. I remember and that. And I remember that and I was like, dang. Like, and that's when I was like, okay, like now I get it. And, he, and, you know, and then he was like, don't worry about all that. He's like, just make sure you bring them tomorrow. He's like, I ain't gonna make you spend $60. We'll just, you know, we'll close the windows. We'll make sure y'all, you know, no one sees you or whatever. That's
0: marketing. Uh, that's marketing but no nah, you it, it, it is man I, I would say you you came into a good flight at a, at a good time
1: but that was uh, a, oh that was another thing too is like you know I, I in sales and recruiting I think I think we hear so much of like it's like such a dog eat dog world and um you know like it's no one's really a team and everything like that and I remember you know when we did come into what we were doing um you know I may be a successful recruiter now but I really try and tell people like yo when I first started out I didn't put anybody in the Air Force for like my first three months and that's not normal most people like you know I only had a goal of one (laughs) I only had to put one person in I didn't put nobody in and I remember and, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. Remember, like, I remember how we talked so much, and I was like, I don't get it. Like, what am I doing, like, wrong? And you're like, bro, you're not doing wrong. It's just your office has been closed for nine months. Like, yeah, it's it, you know, and I remember Freeze, I was about to miss goal, and I remember, you know, boss man was like, you ain't missing goal, dog. And um, Freeze was like, hey, Cam can have one of my people. Like, yeah. dude was on the way to MEPs. Like, like literally, we would tra- change who the recruiter was on the way to MEPs. Nope. And I'm, you know, and that's when I was like, man, bet, like, this is, this is a team and like, this is how we're supposed to operate for, this is how a, a team should operate. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, they looking out for me and then I was able to look out for them, but, um, that doesn't always happen. And I think yeah. that, and I think that sucks. Cause I think it ruins it for a lot of people, you know, like, um, you know, don't be wrong. I'm mm. not, I'm not saying recruiting is the best thing since sliced bread for everybody, but I think a lot more people would enjoy their time. Whether they want to stay in it or not, um, if they had more experiences like that,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. You we gotta we gotta get away from the individuality. Um, I always tell people, a lot of times you hear a lot of people in all the branches like, oh, I gotta get to the top um, to make change. I I gotta make E yeah. nine. Uh, I gotta make O five or whatnot to like to be that change agent. But honestly you can be a young staff sergeant in a flight with other staffs techs and masters mm-hmm. or e7s eac9 or e7 e6s or whatnot and be that change agent like you just because people have that mentality don't mean you gotta follow the crowd i think that's another big thing is standing on your own ten toes yeah. um well we did like and we did. Like,
1: like, yeah, you know, I, I think, like, I remember, I remember when we used to go to the annuals, any, anything, and it was like, yo, I flight here, bruh. Like, we want to kick it with I flight. Like, and I remember, we, I remember, whenever we would spend time with all the other recruiters, you know, everybody, I, you know, I'm not saying we we were the only flight that had a good relationship, but I do feel like we did a lot of good for where we were at, as far as really trying to speak the message and like let people know, like not only that we were here for them, but that things can change based off your attitude.
0: a hundred percent without a doubt yeah be because you you again, you gotta we all it's it's so funny. we always hear people like, "Oh man, like you' going to this base, you're going to this post it's not it's not the location that you're going to it's what you make it, and recruiting is almost the same way because at the end of the day. We have one of the simplest missions, in many cases, the hardest, in many cases, the hardest. However, the, the execution of it no. is almost somewhat simplified. You just have to find a qualified person,
1: yep.
0: spark up an interest into them, and then offer the military to them.
1: Um, I always tell people that we deal we deal with the most expensive thing, which is time.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Because you can't
1: quit. Because you can't you quit. You can't. Like yeah. you know. Like it, you know. But here's but also here's here's the caveat to that though. Someone will sign a six year contract with me faster than they would give me a hundred dollars. Yes. That's the that's the crazy thing about it. Like I've been thinking about that. I'm like, bruh. I, I put, I convinced, not convinced, like I hate that word, but I I gave you the option of joining the military and you took it wholeheartedly off of, you know, an hour or two conversation. But if I was to meet you on the street and talk to you for that same amount of time about give me a hundred dollars,
0: you probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. You, you, you wouldn't do it. And, and, and it's kind of go back to what, what we offer. Yeah. Um, and we, we're just, honestly, we're just listening for three main things. A person's goals, dreams, and aspirations, and then just trying to figure out how what we offer can help people achieve it. Yeah. Um, I've met so many people like, oh, I really want to be a nurse, or I really want to be a doctor, or I, yeah. I really want to do this. And I can do it in my sleep. I can explain to a person how they can do it, Using the military, yeah. Um, but in the same breath, and I think a lot of militaries are running into this is, oh, but I, I want to do something medical now to one day be a doctor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people forget the like uh, the process. Even yeah. being a recruiter, like I've had people hit me up and was like, "Yo, how do I be a recruiter?" I'm like, "Bro, you got to be the air—you got to know how to." gotta live the air force first Ooh, you, yeah.
0: ca-
1: you can't tell people how great the air force is if you ain't never been in it you know that's why i think it was funny when they were talking about doing like civilians remember they were like oh yeah maybe we'll get like or we will we will open it up to brand new airmen and i was like bro i don't know about yeah. all that. <laughs>
0: that 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 would have been cool i honestly like hindsight 2020 if i could have came in as a recruiter as a young airman i i would have loved to have tried to do that but I would have had nothing to offer anybody. There's
1: like, well, there's like that that, um, like that like pillar. You, you wouldn't you would have had no pillar to stand on. You'd just been like flat on the ground. Like, okay, like join the air. They're like, oh, well, what did you do, Airman Roy? And you're like,
0: I used to live uh, in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And now, now I'm here. It's kind of like when people used to come in, like, hey, Sergeant Roy, I made an 85 on my ass. Like, oh, man, cool, man, congratulations. Like, what did you make? High enough to be your recruiter next question high enough to be your recruiter so uh hockey like congratulations and but it it came that was my mentality that was my my way of getting through the this profession because again it's honestly it's not for the the weak at heart and it's not
1: there's those days. There's just those days, man. And any, I think any day, you know, any any sales or recruiting job, you just have you just have those days. I mean, right now with like the Corona going on, like you know, I know you're in a lot of the same sales groups that I'm in, and um, it, it's not a good time. It it, it, it matter It don't matter even. It don't even matter how how just just nice you are with with sales and recruiting. Like, it's not a good time.
0: It, it's not a good time at all and because and because of that we have to figure out creative ways. Like mm. I don't know if you remember when you went to ALS and all those type of PME's when I went through and we had four lenses. You had mm. the blue, the gold the green and the orange. No oh, yeah. I was an orange. I'm still an orange. You're still an orange. I'm I'm still an orange. You're still orange. But that's the That's the creative side. So because I came into recruiting, I love to be creative. And I like to take things and make it my own. You tell me the rules and regulations, as long as it's not illegal, unethical, immoral, I'm going to try it. And I think a lot of times people are afraid to try. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not even resistant to change. It's just resisting to even trying to try uh,
1: oh yeah well just well because i think a lot of the systems that we put in place is like if you try and you fail then you're a failure we we've gotten so we I, I think as a society we've gotten so far away from failing is still learning because you yes. learn not to do it that way <laughs> you know and i think that i think that's the problem is um yeah i mean not it's I would say especially in the military, not doing something right the first time and failing at it or it not having the results you wanted to has been you know it's almost it's it's kind of looked down upon like oh, your idea didn't work, like you're you
0: suck <laughs> you, you exactly yeah <laughs> you you're right, you're right, you're right, you' but I think we're starting i think covid um in so many ways. It's definitely been a curse, been a, but a little bit of a blessing in another way because a lot of things that people have been wanting to try and wanting yes. to actually attempt yes. to do, mm-hmm. we actually have the platform and the leverage to do it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can we do this? Like, well, shoot. I mean, you can't really see nobody. so Yeah. And I, I think that's where and we have to let people i mean man we're we're in the the biggest era of innovation and creativity than we have ever been in since i've been in the military because you always hear that like oh we we've been doing it this way that's how we do it mm. and now when when you're trying to figure out ways of fraud waste, and abuse and trying to save money like you real life want me to do this for two or three hours but i have found a way to do it in 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and you're still gonna say no like why yeah come come, on come on come on like come on man like but I, i think now a lot of leaders and people in the upper ranks are now starting to to welcome it, like, hey, if you found a way to do it, mm-hmm. and it saves us money and time, yeah, yo, be my guest. And I, I tell any recruiter out there, no matter where you're at, nobody's gonna understand. Nobody's gonna understand your struggle better than you.
1: No oh, matter, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No matter how long a recruiter, um, e eight, e nine, has been in the recruiting game and been doing this thing. Mm-hmm. If they have not recruited in your zone, yeah, in this time, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, in this moment,
0: (laughs) in this time, because just because I recruited in Biloxi, Mississippi from 2013 until 2016 does not mean I can go down there and do the exact same thing and say the exact same thing now, like I did back then, yeah, And, and again, that goes back to. The first thing a recruiter, like you, I think you was talking about it earlier. The biggest lesson, the biggest lesson a person can learn out the gate, is understanding their area. Yeah. Understanding the culture, understanding the people, mm. understanding yourself. Oh yeah. That is the only thing that you should do in the first two weeks. Is just understand watch the news watch yeah. the local news <laughs>
1: yeah bro. yeah yeah i remember one of my teachers one of the teachers at one of my high schools like i was watching the news and it was like teacher of the year or something like that and i was like oh, i'll bet and then oh my principal at uh at north shore yeah i was like you know and th- but that like that gave me instant like um credibility because i was like oh congratulations on your like principal to you or he's like oh i appreciate that you know like I was just watching
0: watch the news. <laughs> watching the news. And, like, that's the biggest thing now. Like, a lot of recruit. Like, so I'm I'm not a history buff by no means. But I like to understand where we have come from Yeah. to where we're trying to go to. And, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, you watch the news and you saw a principal get principal of the year or whatnot. And now you got LinkedIn, Facebook. Um oh, the yeah. school's got websites, so you can do a lot of research from the comfort of your home and your office yep you you can do a lot of research and under, and take that time and understanding your area um to be able to execute your mission within that area yeah um i I would say that's the that's a very 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 big important piece because that again that goes back to your credibility and also a lot of people depending on when you came into the military at one point in time that was part of promotion boards and the yeah. award system mm-hmm. like they'll sit you down in front of three senior ncos or an officer or two and they will ask you about the current events in the world the country and the local area of your base
1: yeah i, I, I did hear about that yeah
0: and so I mean, I, I used to go up front and do those. I mean, I never won. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when I was like a one striper.
1: That's because you after. had hair there. you won all your awards ever since you went bald.
0: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's just, yeah. Yeah, after I went ball because like when I was an airman, like when I was an E2. <laughs> oh, man, what? Like you asking me questions about Anchorage, Alaska. Like, um, I don't know it's what's cold. going on downtown. It's
1: cold and snowy.
0: Oh, that's no like I know there was a bear that chased me up a utility pole. That's 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 all I got for <laughs> you. And of course, I didn't win that Airman of the Quarter <laughs> award, but it is what it is. YOLO, that's how you turned out just fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it again, taking those years of experience and those trials and tribulations of pre military in the military and the experiences of others, again, you're just taking all of that knowledge. Because knowledge, another thing, knowledge is power. Mm. This is true. Information is knowing and understanding. It it takes you a very long way. I don't care if you don't like Taylor Swift or Kanye West (laughs) or whoever. Know at least one of their songs. Yep. You never know. know. You never know. Um, know who won the Oscars for the best movie of the year? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's little simple things to help start that conversation. Yeah. Um, to have something to talk. I mean, I've met so many people where you're just looking at them like, So you don't know nothing about. No- you don't want to talk about nothing? Nah, I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. I just,
1: you talking just about the Air
0: Force? <laughs> like yo, like what what what's your favorite song? I don't have one your favorite know. art like favorite art I listen like to a lot of different music yeah. man, man hey, favorite video game i mean know about video games that's another big thing yes yes but nah i mean that's that
1: that's that's the the year one that's the that's the beginning of it
0: that the foundation uh, i
1: think we i think we good now i think we we,
0: we, we hit that yeah, i think yeah we we know uh
1: I think we're good. It's been a, a good first episode. Appreciate. Man, we have all that. I appreciate, appreciate all y'all rocking with us.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: as far as closing comments, what do you have for us, Mr. Roy?
0: Closing comments. Um, think outside the box.
1: Oh, you would take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Think outside the box. Um, you you know what you can and you can't do, and with that, just think outside the box.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, what you got, Cam? I was. Uh,
1: don't don't be afraid to call people. I think that's <laughs> I, I I think that's what made me mostly, honestly is because I was like you know like I think it's funny because as a society we're like oh yeah man call me if you need anything and then like we don't ever call nobody. But people be like call me if you need me and I call them the next day they're like oh like. You actually called me, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> you, you told me to call you if I needed something." I, I want to know how you do this. And they're like, oh, "Okay." And so, um, but yeah. So next episode, episode two, uh, will be coming. Uh, we're gonna have my boy, um, Sergeant First Class Brian Murphy, with us. He's currently a Army recruiter uh, out in Houston, Texas. Um, we were we were. Enlisted recruiters together He used to be with me In Slidell, Louisiana um, Cool dude Uh Gonna give you the what rap you raw um, I'm pretty sure he's from Missouri too So y'all oh, well. might get along uh, I think he's from both I think he's from like Cali and Missouri But uh, anyways okay. um Look out for it We appreciate y'all rocking with us And uh,
0: that's a wrap That's a wrap That's a wrap Boom boom Go beat the money!